This is the Acting Up Podcast with your host, Allie Goodman. Hey friends, welcome to the Acting Up with Allie Goodman podcast a backstage pass to the life of a working actor and mom raising a kid with special needs. This week, there has been a lot going on and a lot coming up. So I want to jump right in and talk about uh, the exciting thing I got to do, which was go back on the Patty Vasquez show on WGN, 720 AM radio. As you can tell, I'm still a little bit sick. This thing has lingered way too long, way longer than it should have, and it's definitely taken down me and Jordan. Jordan has been, poor little kid's been full of gross stuff coming out of his nose and just probably his biggest hate is having his face wiped. And that's just unfortunately part of the deal and he just hates it. But we're dealing with it. So if I do a lot of that today, you know why. So we got to go or I got to go back on the the Patty Vasquez show, which was super fun. And we talked a little bit about things that are coming up for the summer. If you want to find that clip, I'm sure I will post it on all the socials medias that are out there. Uh, and uh, you can you can take a listen to that or go find it on the WGN page uh, under the Patty V show or Patty Vasquez show. We talked a lot about our similarities. She has a son that also is uh, on the spectrum and has some other medical issues and you know, we, we definitely connected on that whole piece. So it's been very it's been very nice to have that friendship. And then uh, we had our friend Jen Zanotti, who's Patty's motivational Monday person and who I've been, you know, I talk about Jen all the time and she's been on the podcast and all those things. And and Jen called in, she was on a, on a business trip and she called in and we did this sort of like over the phone thing. It was really fun. Now, normally Patty's show is live, but this particular segment we did pre-taped because she was going to be out of town. So this way I was able to get on and we were able to talk and it was just great. So I highly recommend it. If you don't listen to Patty, she's hilarious and lovely and wonderful and always has really interesting guests on. And those of you in my theater community, she almost always has theater people on. So y'all should listen, yo. That's all I'm saying. So the other thing that we got to do was we were given free access to a pre-opening of the Chicago Children's Museum. Uh, not the whole museum, the museum itself is open, but this particular exhibit that they just opened up uh, called the the Sound Playground. So it was super cute, super fun, lots of interesting things to play with, this huge drum that the kids got to hit and like things you could step on that make noise and just run around. It was really interesting and really cool. And I saw, they didn't, I didn't see it when we walked in, but they were offering headphones because it can get really loud in there and this way you know if it's over stimulating for sensory issues I thought that was super cute but we were invited down and you know we obviously shared it on our all of our socials and things because I think we got swag for doing that like a shirt or something was really cute but they had a little you know reception and everything but the best part was that the whole museum was ours because it closes at five and we got to stay until I think up to seven. So there was very, you know, it was a very small group of people that were invited in. So we went through the whole museum and we had a really good time and Jackson climbed up the 
boat part, you know, I was talking about the last time and he got to go into the water area and they were taking pictures and it was just, it was absolutely great. It was a, it was the perfect experience. Now, then there was the moment where Jackson, who loves doors and he loves opening doors and pushing them open, especially those with the doors with a crash bar. And if you have a big sign, a big red sign that says, you know, emergency exit only, and your kid doesn't read, but he sees a big red sign, oh, he needs to go and explore that. So he pushed the door open, the alarm went off. I mean, and it didn't go off until we could find somebody with a walkie-talkie to come and fix it. And that was kind of frustrating. So John and I both had our moments of like, no, don't go, you know, don't run there. And I, I don't know, it was a little... That was a little stressful, but long story short, the whole thing was just sweet and awesome. I mean, that was on us. That wasn't on the the museum. The museum was great. They were wonderful. The whole event was wonderful. But on us, it was, I mean, this is what it is. You know, there's always, it's never a dull moment and there's always something. So, you know, uh, John, we sort of took turns. John had Jordan for a while. I was with Jackson. Jackson, uh, John was with Jackson. I was with Jordan. Like, we just switched off. And Jordan wasn't feeling 100%, so he was super cranky, which didn't help. Usually Jordan's very accommodating and easy and adaptable. But I think because he's not been feeling great, he's been in in a, you know, situation. So, you know, he he's just haven't been feeling great. So he's just been acting out a little. But that's okay. And otherwise, he actually was a good trooper considering and he got to play around in the baby area. And that was super fun. So we had a great time. The whole event was excellent. And I would do it again. If they open another exhibit in Chicago Children's Museum, we would love to come. So that was great and super fun. On the other hand, this week has also been very frustrating and very stressful. And I'm going to be straight up honest about this because there's been some major overhaul changes that have are going to have to happen with Jackson's schedule coming up this year going forward. Now, we always knew that while we had him in kindergarten, we had the ability to pull him out pretty much whenever we wanted to to go to therapies and do all that. And we knew that once he hit first grade, this is, I think, a law in Illinois. If you have a child in school, they have to be in a certain amount of days and you can't just like pull them, whatever. But long story short, we knew that we weren't going to have that luxury of pulling him to go to ABA or his other therapies and we were going to be basically in school and not really have much leeway. So that being said, we have him going he's going to be in the same class that he's in this year in that he's going to have both the self-contained classroom and he's going to push into a uh, general ed classroom which is what he does right now in, in kindergarten and lucky for us his first grade teacher for his self-contained classroom his individual learning program is the same one and we love her so much she's great so she knows all of Jackson's stuff she's got all of his stuff together she understands she knows how it runs the difference is that he's just going to be at school longer next year which is completely fine so we've been preparing for that Jackson he's pretty adaptable with these things once he gets the routine down sometimes it's a little stressful to get there but once he gets there he usually is like okay you're coming to pick me up now or it's the end of school or whatever so this year his schedule has been really wonky Mondays and Fridays I pull him out at 1 15 and then we go to his ABA therapy on Tuesdays he stays at school pretty much the whole day yeah he stays the whole day and then I pick him up and take him to ABA on Wednesdays I pull on maybe 10 10-ish minutes before school ends just to make sure we avoid the traffic so I can get him up to his therapy for speech and on Thursdays I pull him at 12:30, and then he has his OT speech and 
PT all in a row. So my original hope was this summer we would put him in ABA as much as possible, just kind of like, like just like tear it all into his brain as in his body as much as possible so that because we knew that coming next year he was going to be in school basically until three and any therapy he was going to get was just going to be after school and or possibly Saturdays if they still have Saturday hours and we also knew that we were going to be battling with his other therapies as well and making sure that he gets those in so everything was going to get less like his ABA was definitely his hours are going to go down we knew that was going to happen and we're just trying to figure out how to get as much of that therapy in now as we could so we were approached by our clinic they're looking to do with their summer schedule and I think they were trying to get a jump on it and do it early and I was like great this is what we want I want him there as many hours as we can get him I'll probably be pulling him Wednesdays and Thursdays for the most part like we do now because that's when he goes to his other therapies but that may change considering their summer schedule so we'll have to see I was like but we're open to you know other you know to to if you have other ideas or if you need another day just tell me now she's like well I think that the only day that might be an issue would be Wednesdays because he doesn't have anything in our clinic right now I was like well let's submit all the hours that we want and then if we need to scale down or pull back we can I did all this for in with two thoughts in mind number one I I thought let me let me it's easier to pull the hours later and say oh we don't actually need these on Thursday or whatever rather than try to get more hours after they've done all the scheduling I was trying to be proactive on that level number two they were asking so far in advance I figured they would give us their schedule and then I would then coordinate with the other therapies who probably wouldn't be so quick you know so fast returning their their summer schedule well little did I know that everybody kind of they may have gathered all the info but they certainly didn't dole out the info until it was May already but before we got now I, I'm telling you I think we got we started talking about this in March or something like that it was really early and I was really excited because I was like this is great we're gonna really get this out early yeah it didn't come out so all that fast I think it was early March too so long story short too late uh, the schedule comes back and we're told I was I remember in, the, in our conversation with our BCBA that I was told that she said you know we're trying to grandfather and everybody for their hours because their summer and their fall are not the same are, are are going to be the same so if you get whatever hours you get in the summer you're guaranteed those hours in the fall but you're not guaranteed anything else so kind of do that with that in mind and in my head I was like well we kind of are doing that with that in mind because if we're saying basically 10 to 6 every day then we'll have our after school hours which is what I was hoping to get anyway and we'll just scale back the other ones and we're good to go she agreed we were all on the same page life seemed good then I get my schedule and the schedule is the exact same schedule he has right now now let me tell you why that's a problem he has 19 hours right now okay what I was hoping for was he was going to have double that so that I could again have him in the program and I'll give you all the reasons why again which are even grander than just oh let's just you know let's pump him full of this therapy while I have the time it's not even just that that's a big part of it but that's not the only thing but three in my in my brain I thought you know this is 
this doesn't make any sense that we're coming back with the exact same schedule because now he has nothing going on in the mornings, whereas before he had school. Well, the summertime, he's not going to have school. Yeah, the winter he will. I mean, you know, the fall, that's great, but he doesn't have school right now. And I can't pull him at 1230 or 1 o'clock like I've been pulling him. That's not going to work going forward anyway. Not that that matters. Like I said, I can always drop hours. I can't add hours. So now I'm really frustrated because I thought, well, the whole point was load him up and then decrease the hours for the for the fall. And I thought we were all set. So I did no research for anything else for the summer because according to our BCBA, this sounded like a plan and seemed like it wouldn't be a big problem. So let me back up and explain a few things. Insurance, insurance has gotten a little more crackdownable about things specifically Blue Cross Blue Shield. They they've been very they've been very I want to say generous. I mean, generous is a very, when you're talking about insurance, is a, that's a nice word. Uh, but once you hit your out-of-pocket max, you usually are good to go. And if you have a PPO and your facility takes it, generally, whatever you you are told are necessary hours. So, for example, I know for Jackson, the more hours for him, the better. Like, he does really well. And I know that people in the past, his other BCBAs have opted, you know, have have requested x amount of hours more so that he always has padded hours for when he's on break or from school or over the summer or all of those things he always has extra hours because they do it in a six months jump so the amount of hours that you get within a six month period which then breaks down to a certain amount of hours well it looks like this bcba this time around basically took the schedule that he currently had and reverse engineered to figure out that he could that she could build the programs around the hours he currently has and added maybe one or two extra hours because she didn't want to really fight with the insurance company because she's been having a fight with them rather than over requesting and having them come back and be like well that just seems like a lot how are you going to justify it and then let her justify it rather than doing that work it feels like she just went oh we really technically only need 19 hours and then maybe a couple hours of supervision and that's all we really need and therefore he's been at his max off hours but nobody told us that and our bcba sure didn't tell us that we were not going to be able to do as many hours in the summertime as we had requested and therefore i didn't do any work to try to get him in any other programs so here i am thinking that it's all fine because it worked out fine before so i figured we were fine and didn't didn't think of anything in it you know in general and then all of a sudden i got his schedule and his schedule is at 19.25 hours max off per week and I, I threw a fit. I absolutely lost my mind because that's unacceptable in so many ways. Number one, there's no reason why Jackson should be at only 19 hours. I mean, he really thrives in ABA. He could totally do more. Plus, when you request the hours, he should have been requested knowing our plans for the summer, which we talked about even before the summer schedule came up. This should have been already like thought about when the authorization came up. I think it was in February, let's say. And she was putting it through and going through that. She never said to me anything. I said, well, this is our schedule for now. I'm sure we'll reduce, you know, next year. But then you'll be redoing the, the authorization come six months from now. It didn't even occur to me that we wouldn't make it, you know. And we need enough to get us through. She wasn't offering enough 
help here to fix this problem. And the problem on top of it is she didn't say anything to me when we set up these hours. She didn't say this is going to be a problem or you're not going to get what you want because you're asking for way too much than what we already have. And had she done that in March, I would have been angry, but I would have done the work to figure out a program for him to do in the summer. I would not have just let it go completely. So I was royally pissed. And truthfully, he should have extra hours. I mean, maybe not 40, but he should at least be able to get 30 without much of a fight. He's only six. He hasn't hit his seventh birthday yet. He's going back in for another eval. So because the insurance requires it. So it's a whole other thing. And he needs another neuropsych eval. So we're waiting on that to go in and, and, and get that testing redone. And I I began to think about the fact that I was so angry and what I was going to do about it. There have been a number of things where I'm I'm very much the kind of person who I try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and I try to give people t- places and times to apologize or fix it or get it right or take a deep breath and say, you know, I'm upset about this, but is the confrontation and the upheaval worth my stress level on this and I've I've been confronted with this a number of times in the last couple of weeks and I'm coming to the conclusion that I pretty much let myself be walked all over a lot of times it, and it's usually up until the point I hit what I call my saturation point my saturation point is often it's often too like really long down the road like people have basically like wiped their feet on me and it was way worse when I was younger I was a terrible doormat for a long time so much so that one of my exes actually called me a doormat he's like you're a little bit too much of a doormat you know you you just you you let me walk all over you like he actually told me that and I was and I remember crying and being really upset about it and I mean he was kind of right I was I I've definitely stepped into my own a lot better in the last few years but I still allow crappy things to happen to me without you know much dealing with it or 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 giving people the benefit of the doubt where they don't really deserve it uh, or too much too much forgiveness in a situation now I know I know forgiveness is for me and not for them and I get that but I more mean like okay we can let this go and and whatever but the last I want to say maybe six months, there have been a number of situations that have come up where I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I really, I'm not angry. I mean, I've been angry about it. I was upset about it. I cried about this one. I had a friendship that like dissolved for no reason. I don't understand why it dissolved, but it has. And I feel, I felt really hurt by it. And then I realized that it wasn't the first time that it happened with this person. It had happened a number of times. And I had always come back thinking it would be okay because we had a long-standing history, thinking that you know, it'll all work itself out and then it doesn't and and then I get hurt again and I'm like, wow, I just have to stop being so vulnerable with this person. They clearly don't deserve that of me. They don't deserve my time. They don't deserve my energy and this last time I gave it, I gave them my all and they basically stomped all over it and I'm like, you know what? I don't need it. Thanks anyway. Thanks for your, thanks for your contribution to my time and my life and otherwise I'm, I'm good. So, you know, I'm going to move on and you can move on. And if we see each other in the street, we'll wave hello. And that's kind of enough for me right now with you. I didn't actually have a conversation with that person. I probably should have, but I didn't. Uh, mostly because I feel like, I feel like I was done. Like I just kind of had it, had enough. 
Now, these other two situations that I'm dealing with right now, both of them are Jackson-related. That was personal, me-related. This is Jackson-related. And in his future, and in his case, I have to be his advocate because there is nobody else to do. He can't do it for himself. He's not, first of all, he's six. Second of all, he does not, he's moderately verbal. So there's, it's not like he's going to be able to say. So it's on me to be his, his to, to have his back. So I am having a meeting today with one of his, uh, one of his educators and going to discuss one of my issues with one of the people on his team in the education process. And I'm hoping that we'll come to some sort of a, a, a conclusion, of a fix, if you will. I'll just say that th- I haven't appreciated some of the comments that have been made. I don't think that this person's credentials ha- have them working very well with kids like Jackson. They're much better suited for neurotypical kids with, you know, maybe certain problems just sort of relating to their issue to their to their expertise but not really for kids who have special needs and who need a different kind of focus so it requires a different touch and I don't think she's got that so I'm hoping that we can make a change before next year I'm fine with it sticking out right now but I really would like things to change before the year uh before first grade hits so I'm having a meeting about that and I'm terrified because I'm alone. John's not with me and I have to go and I have to like basically stand up for my kid and stand up for us because I just don't think it's the right fit. And that's hard to say. It's hard to say to somebody, look, you, they come in with, you know, gobs and gobs of years of experience, but I don't think they're the right fit for my family and my kid. And I'm not thrilled with their situation and I want I want to change. Uh, that's I'm not I'm not that person. So it's hard for me to do it, but I, I also know that it's necessary. So I'm going in and doing it today. Going back to my clinic issue, had that been the only issue, I would have been royally angry. But I probably wouldn't be so angry as I am because the scheduling thing has been a problem for a while. The, when you have a place that expands very fast and you have a lot of pieces moving, things fall through the cracks. They shouldn't, but they do. And sometimes you don't, put the supports in place in the right with the right people who have who need the system the systems of help and so I think scheduling fell down because they went from a smaller clinic to a big clinic and I think that it was overwhelming and I think things were getting lost in the shuffle there's a lot of turnover and you know people you know up and moving and leaving and changing and and that changes the dynamic of the team and the people that are there in Jackson's case he handles those kinds of like adapting with different therapists really well other kids do not adapt very well with people they get become very attached and then it's very hard for them to change so I understand that there's you know there's way more challenges than even our little situation and I'm sure it just wasn't it wasn't important enough to think oh I've basically promised that we're going to do something for this family and then I'm not even going to give them a heads up that this craziness is going to go down. Like I should have had a heads up that number one, we weren't going to have the the amount of hours that we were requesting, even close to it. And number two, I should have been warned that the that we were going to be given the same schedule given what we had put through didn't make any sense. So 
even just a heads up like, hey, I, I'm just going to tell you right now, I don't know that we're going to get what you want. We're working on it. We're trying our best. But you may want to look into alternate like summer things so that we can make sure that you have your afternoons. Now, this was all said to me later after the schedule came out. And I got on the phone with the BCBA and I was like, what is going on here? And she said, well, you know, I should have been more upfront with you about your hours and your max off hours. I'm like, yeah, you should have. You should have been upfront with us when we filled out the paperwork for this. Why didn't you tell me this? Oh, well, I mean, we can try to ask for more hours, but it's probably not going to happen. And his, you know, new authorization doesn't come up till July. And I was like, this is unacceptable. Now, maybe I've just been spoiled. We had an amazing BCBA before, shout out to Danielle, who basically went above and beyond in ways that I didn't even realize. And she probably would never even admit to it. And, you know, I just, I think that she cared so much that she made sure that the things that we were looking for were, if we couldn't get what we were asking for, she would work, she would tell me, hey, listen, um, you know, I can't officially say X, Y, Z, but these are, these are some suggestions you might want to consider if you need to to make sure this this gets taken care of and she would go up she went above and beyond she would try to help me she would try to figure out ways to to come up with other options this current pcba said to me well can you get him into camp and my really cranky retort was are you going to pay for it because all of my money right now is an in an out-of-pocket max situation with tied up in my kid in their clinic they have all my money they have all my savings. They have all my money. I don't have extra money to send my kid to camp. I don't. I, ju- I just don't. You know, when, when, I, when I book a, you know, national and, and that money starts rolling in, yeah, then I'll have the money. Great. Let's do it. But right now, we're struggling. So I don't have it. And so that's, you can't just throw that out at somebody. And it's not just like, oh, my kid is not a neurotypical kid where you can just throw him into a camp. He needs to be in a camp where he has an aid. Or if it's, if it's a, if it's a camp where they're doing inclusion, that's going to cost a pretty penny. If it's a regular camp, then I have to either the, the, they have to hire an aide or I have to hire an aide. And it ha- I mean, that's going to cost me the same. Oh, oh, I'm so angry. I'm just, I'm just, mm, I'm livid right now about this whole situation. So that being said, I I had to take I, I had to think about this because the other scheduling issues that have happened before are things like I sent a month in advance. Hey, these two days are school is out. There's no school. Can we get extra hours for my kid so that I can send him somewhere and he's not just roaming around the house really miserable and, and angry because he doesn't have anything to do until one o'clock or, you know, three o'clock or whatever it happens to be. And I would send these things a month in advance. I wouldn't get, I would just get, oh, you know, either either we're working on it or I wouldn't even get that. I actually usually never even got an update. I would get like the, I would be, I would be hounding them like, hey, did you get my request? Hey, what's going on? Oh, we're still working on it. Like it would have to be me pushing, pushing, pushing. And finally, like the day before I would get, you know, a response. And usually it was, oh, we can do this. And it was way less hours than what I had requested or sometimes they came through and they would be able to give us what we wanted but they wouldn't even update me like right now I've got somebody from I knew you were requesting from 10 to 3 right now I've got somebody from 1 to 3 I'm working on getting you from 10 to 3 great thank you that's at least an update at least I know what I can do in John actually threw a fit at them because 
there were days that he was going to have to take off of work because I didn't have any, I couldn't do it alone with Jordan and Jackson together for three days off, you know, without help, you know, so it, you know, I can do a couple of hours, but I can't do an entire day. So this just became, this has just been an ongoing scheduling nightmare for me. And I'm just over it. I'm over it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the turnover. I'm tired of, you know, having to, I'm very upset about the summer situation. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm making some changes. I don't know exactly what those changes are yet. I don't want to, you know, say what we're going to do, but I, I have a feeling that we're going to be in a different situation come next year, uh, whether it happens before the next year, over the summer or what, something's going to give. And, you know, maybe it's okay that it's time for a change. Maybe it's okay that things are, that, you know, we're moving forward. We kind of had a nice blissful time for a while, but as things have started to really irritate me and get under my skin and upset me, I think it's time to to change, change things up. So that's what we're going to do. And uh, I will update you more as that becomes clearer and after I have these meetings. So next next week, you can look forward to hearing about how some of these things shook out uh, and what we have planned for the summer because I don't actually know. It's going to be interesting. I, it's funny too because one of the big things that I had to do this week, which really sucked, was I had to turn down an audition. And I really hated doing it. But it was it was right in the middle of all of this chaos. There was no way to find anybody to help. I did, couldn't make it work. I tried to switch times. It, it just wasn't going to happen. And it bummed me out because I like to go to – I like auditioning. I like going. I like the idea of it. I love, you know, even though it's stressful sometimes trying to figure it out. Like today I have an audition where I have to take – I'm taking Jackson. He's not going to ABA today. I'm taking him out of school uh, actually later than he normally goes, but earlier than he would be. Um, he's out of school early today. He's not going to his sessions this afternoon, and I'm taking him to uh, to my mom's and, J- and Jordan too, of course, and then I'm going to my audition, and then I'm coming back. You know, it's like one of those. Like, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And right now he's young enough and he's in a situation where I'm not worried about it. So I just feel like sometimes I have to I have to do a lot of tap dancing to make it all happen. But I didn't want to miss today's audition because it was really sucked to miss the other one. And again, it wasn't a big deal. It's not like it's anything all that important. But what it is for me is it's my – it's my time. It's my good, good time. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Tomorrow, because uh, I'm recording this early in the week, is Jordan's birthday. So I will tell you all about that next week too because that will be fun to, to discuss. And we'll have had uh, coming up this week, we have John's brother and his new wife, whom I haven't met yet, coming into town. And they're going to uh, celebrate Jordan's birthday with us at my mom's this weekend. And I'm really looking forward to that. I think that will be really fun. And yeah, it's just, it's going to be a good week. It's a busy week. I have a lot of appointments coming up this week, but all good stuff, I think. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see where all this, all this advocating and standing up for myself leads. Doormat no more, right? Well, okay, work in progress, right? All right, working on not being a doormat. It's always a, always a good thing, right? 
uh, and uh, had a really, really, really fun self-tape that I got to do. Can't talk about it. NDA. You know how it goes. But uh, had a had a really fun time with that character. So, um, yeah, all in all, the now getting to go to these auditions and getting to do them, it always brings joy for me. So I'm happy to report that that, that side is good now that I got to actually do the auditions as opposed to saying, no, sorry, doesn't work for me this week. Anyhow, I hope uh, I hope you all have a great week. And check out the Chicago Children's Museum and see if you can go down and check out that uh, sound playground. Super cool. And the rest of the museum is just amazing. So, yeah. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us on Acting Up with Allie Goodman. I just want to tell you how important it is that we continue to have these conversations. So please reach out and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Allie Real to Real. That's Allie, A-L-I-R-E-A-L-T-O-R-E-E-L. Please share this podcast with anyone you think might need it. And of course, the best way for people to find this podcast is if you leave a review. So please rate us and review us. I'm so thankful for all of you. This podcast only exists because you listen and continue to bring inclusion and love. So thank you. Okay, friends, just take it one day at a time, one minute at a time, sometimes one second at a time, and just hang in there. We are all in this together.